This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for tuning in to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. We are live on location at IHOP in the beautiful South Mountain, Phoenix, Arizona. And I have a special guest, Robert Coletti, like saying spaghetti, but Coletti from Family Life from Little Rock, Arkansas. We're having breakfast this morning. And Robert, thank you for being a part of the show, my friend. Absolutely. I'm excited. We got a chance to meet. You have an exciting conference. Family Life has an exciting conference coming up June 24th, 25th, and 26th. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about Family Life with Dennis Rainey and all that. Sure. Well, Family Life is a division of Campus Crusade for Christ. We're called Crew now. But basically, uh, we started in 1976, and uh, Dennis and Barbara started some interacting with crew staff and making their own marriage conference intended for just for crew staff. Next thing you know, crew staff are kind of sneaking people in and saying, wow, this is really good. Next thing you know, it flourishes to a first conference, and then the next thing you know, we're 80,000 people, 100 conferences across the United States just this year. So it's just grown over this since 76. And that's powerful. While we were eating breakfast, I was sharing with you, I wish I would have had the mics rolling. But we were sharing some deep stuff about men and about how we really don't get together as men. What do you see that's going on around the country as you travel around the country? What men are struggling with? Well, I think, and personally, it's with me, too. Uh, you know, it's a, one of the biggest struggles is finding that David and Jonathan relationship, that opportunity to connect with a man at a deeper level. You know, guys, are, there's there's a lot of things onslaughting guys right now. They're constantly being attacked, attacked, uh, media is attacking them. There, there really is no defined manhood out there, and, and that's one of the things that Dennis has got a heart for. That's why he does that stepping up. We have that stepping up resource, but it, it just speaks to a man and, and what's leadership, which is one of the things we address at the conference. You know, all those things that we should have gotten from our dads, and maybe we got some of us did, but most of us probably didn't. And that's now that's maybe even a generation or two ago, and it's really men are just kind of lost. They're just trying to figure out what to do next. And I appreciate that. I was shared a little bit of my personal testimony with you, how I shared that I grew up without my dad. And growing up in that environment where I would hear all negative things about my dad. Everything is bad about my dad. My dad is no good. This is what I would hear from my mom. And this is what I would hear my mom on the phone saying to her girlfriends. So, and I share with you, at the young age of 22, uh, I became a young dad out of wedlock. And what happened to me as far as I was put in a situation where if we can't be a family, I can't be a father to my son. And I was not going to have that because I grew up without my father. So when I was sharing with you that I was five, six years in and out of the court system, filed bankruptcy, had my cars repossessed, um, just all the games, parenting classes, all this stuff. I had questions, Robert. And my dad, who was in and out of my life, he, he, he never changed his phone number. And I reached out to him. And what I was sharing with him 
was exactly what my mother was doing to my dad with me. And I was sharing with you that, like, when we're doing these type of things, my mom is now seeing me go through at this time, was seeing me go through with my son, Nathan, which she was putting my father through. Those sins were passed down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I shared with you that I didn't grow up in that kind of situation. My dad was present. But in his generation, very aloof and not connected to me, and so I came to come. I had I had him as uh, protection there, but not never really connected to him either. And so I think there's there's that God's or that father-sized hole that every one of us can experience, and certainly you know we we all walk away wishing that was different. So leading up to us, and like you said, we see what men are going through and struggling with, and now you and I are here having breakfast, and when you and I connected, we started sharing our hearts, and we both agreed that, like, and that's what I shared with you. I said, you know what's funny, Robert? If we weren't both walking with God, and for me, it's an everyday battle, our conversations about personal heart-to-heart issues would have been more about cars, golf, sports, and weather. Well, exactly right, and and it would have been something where we were thought we were connecting when we came away going, hey, we had a great conversation about the, the bears, you know, the, the joke about the bears. Um, but I think I think you see you hit right on it. There's that instant understanding of the depth of our walk with Christ that connects us. And it could have been anywhere. It could have been an IHOP. It could have been in Uganda. It could have been in, in, uh, in Norway. We could have been in Australia. We had breakfast. There's that instant sense of connection. But even then, though, just because we walk in Christ doesn't mean that we're, we're uh, transparent with each other. But, you know, you and I have that transparency instantly because we've connected before. And, and uh, I, think, I think that speaks right to the very core of what men are missing. They, they need that, that man there that's going to say, hey, I want to hold you accountable to this, but I also want to lift you up. I want to pray for you. I want to be with you. So. And, and we was talking, I was telling you how sometimes when um, some of the men that I work with at, at the Father Matter workshops and they come to the office, it's pastors, it's community leaders, it's it's men who who are known by people. And sometimes I say, so why do you come to me? And it's when you find out, you know, like you said, men in the church, just because we walk in with God, we're still battling. We're still struggling. We, 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 we you know, because we don't trust and don't want to open up. And like I, I was sharing with you earlier, I said, when there's a guy that can come see me in my office from Scottsdale uh, and, and you find out that it's like he works downtown on his way back home, hits those little local liquor stores where he will get his pornography, get his alcohol, put it in his trunk and go back to his gated community and close the garage door. Those type of secrets. And then we're at church on Sunday with our hands in the air. And I'm not saying that's okay. But what I'm saying is if we can share that with each other as men, we can get the help that we need with that. Yeah, it, that is the only place. I mean, God, God, didn't, you know, no man's an island. God had told us that. But we, we find that that we think that's the only way we can do it. We think we're alone. We don't think there's anybody there. You know, and, and one of the things we talked about is the pastors attending the Family Life Conference, which we'll talk about in a minute, but pastors attend for free because we recognize that's that's one of those critical areas that uh, they, they don't necessarily have the ability to open up. They're, they're even a little more restricted because they're supposed to have it all together. And, you know, they, they can't open up. 
And so we, we want them to come and have an opportunity to come to the weekend, remember, and that's that's any one of our conferences, even the one that's not local, just in case they get, get scrutinized while they're sitting at the conference. Why are they here? Is something wrong? Which our conferences are across the board in terms of couples that are in trouble, definitely. But we had a four, last conference I did, we had a couple married 53 years. They won the they won the prize for the most married couple. So 53-year couple. They, they looked great. They were having a great time. So it's all, all the variations there. But right back to your point, though, you know, it is the only way that we're going to be able to help each other and buoy each other up. Locking arms, you know, lifting uh, all those all those things you hear out there. Iron sharpens iron. Locking arms. Uh, I think it's when men hear that. I think it speaks to their core. I think it's one of the reasons we like those war movies so much, is because it's you know I'm not I'm going back. I'm not going to leave my buddy behind. I'm going to go back and get him. I think we all yearn for somebody. Don't leave me behind. Come get me and let me let me lift you up too and get let's get out of here together. And I love that because when I was sharing the, the copy of my book with you, Man Talk, uh, my chapters are titled after my favorite movie, Black Hawk Down. They're named after the, the, the helicopters because exactly, it should be no man left behind, no father left behind, no mother, no family left behind. But now we're in this society where everybody is just trying to not just survive, but we're trying to outdo each other. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that I got a brand new truck in the parking lot, but I won't tell you that uh, I've been sleeping on the couch for two weeks because that brand new truck is costing the family $650 a month. And when my wife found out that happened, you know, that's $650 coming out of the family budget. But I was more focused on trying to, to buy things that I can't afford to impress my neighbor who I don't like anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think you speaking into that too when you said no man left behind, no woman left behind, no child left behind. I think that's why, uh, Vance, what you're doing is so critical because it really does start with the dads. It starts with the dads, starts with the men. We have to lead this process and reach down and protect our family, pull them, pull them along with us and say, no, we're not, we're not leaving men behind, but we're also not, we're leaving, not leaving our families behind. And we're willing to cast off those things that are not important to, uh, to, that are important to the world but not important to Christ, we're willing to cast us off and find those things that are critical like leadership and love and cherishment and, and, and uh, stick-to-itiveness and longevity and, and marriages that are going to go a lifetime and a model of marriage for our kids. I mean, all those things are so critical to the future. Uh, it's, it's, it's so absent now. We have to have that. And I love what we were saying during breakfast. We were saying a lot, but another thing that just hit me, we were talking about how the fact that the, the, the attack on fatherhood, the attack on men, and I was sharing with you, you know, we were saying social media is playing a, a major role in this, and, and I was sharing from my words, Van Sims, that I think nationally social services are playing a role in this. See, because if the father is in the home, they won't get funded. So women, and they come to my office, they said, if, if, if my boyfriend or my husband move out, I can get bus passes, I get free transportation, I get free housing, I can get free education. But if the father is in the home, they will cut off all those services. So how can we say we're here for the family, but then you, you're only majoring on you know, the women and the children, but the root issue is the heart of the father. Sure. Well, and I, I think we need to keep in mind, too, that you know the the organizations that are that are seeking after Christ. Of course, they they don't have that agenda. That they have they have an agenda that seeks after that and uh, after what Christ intended for a marriage and a family and all that. And 
you know, they're in the world, and, and I, I, I don't know if we necessarily can think that they can do anything different. So we, that's why we, it's so critical that we don't count on those things. We don't count on trying to figure out who can take care of this problem. It is most definitely individuals uh, that need to speak out for themselves and to seek that, that counseling and to seek that connection with other men and then reach out to other men that after they've gotten that and, and just continue to build that whole thing. And, of course, the churches are so critical to this as they stand stalwart and foundation in terms of what what exactly is a man, what exactly is a woman, and don't 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 uh, hedge on that at all and move forward in exactly what their role should be and keep that, that model. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Van Sims, and my guest today is Robert Coletti, like saying spaghetti, but Coletti. From, spaghetti, pray for the Coletti. There you go. We, we are live on location at IHOP in South Mountain, Phoenix, Arizona, having breakfast. Man-to-man, heart-to-heart, loving God, talking about God, and talking about manhood. Um, if you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or you can catch our archive shows at Father Matters. Org. Now we're going to get into this conference that's coming up June 24th, 25th, and 26th because marriages is under attack as well. Tell us what's going on this summer. Well, we are putting on the Family Life Weekend Remember Conference. It's coming to the JW Marriott Hotel in uh, Scottsdale. Beautiful location, but basically it's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday conference. We start on Friday night, go until about noon on Sunday. And uh, one of the things, that it's going to be uh, just a great time. One of the things that we do is we try to choose this in incredible location, and it's a, it's a conference that's filled with fun, but you are going to get basic biblical principles. Even even the things you think, oh, I got this down, you're, you're going to come in there going, okay, this is incredible. Most of the conferees that come through, 97% say it just changed our marriage over the course of the weekend. Uh, so it's a, it's a great opportunity for you and your spouse to get away, uh, spend a weekend, uh, we call it a weekend of member for a reason. You know, you're going to come away going, wow, that was incredible for us to do. Well, I remember it was 2014, my wife Rain and I attended that. And it was a weekend to remember. It was very powerful. And I loved it because there were pastors in the audience. And, and you and I was talking about this earlier. I think it's positive when you see pastors, not because something is wrong. You see pastors because they want to tune up. You see pastors because it's the right place to be. And I look at it like this. I, I, I put gas in my car every week. I get my oil changed every 3,000 miles. I wash the car twice a, a, a month because I'm, it's Arizona and it's dusty and everything. If I didn't change the oil every 3,000 miles, Robert, if I didn't put gas in it every week, what would happen? Well, eventually, I mean, the thing might chum along for a while, but eventually something's going to break down. And and it'll kind of surprise you, of course. That's the thing that happens. You're traveling along. You may rely on it at a certain point in time. And, of course, the thing will break down. I mean, it's, it's analogous to a, a marriage that you're not working on, and you think, oh, we're good, we're good, we're good. Then some, comes the pressures of life, which are inevitable. You know, it's, it says in Matthew, the rains are going to come, okay? And so when the rains come, this is the part where, okay, no, we're good. One of you is thinking we're good. Good, and then another one's going. We're not good. And next thing you know, because we we get a lot of, uh, especially in my case, I get a lot of husbands who call me surprised. My wife just left. I didn't even know anything was going on. So it, it really is a matter of you've got to you've got to maintain your marriage. You've got to work on it. I love when you said that. I, I had because we do the mother to mother workshops as well. I had a mom four or five months ago in the office seeking some services because what happened was uh, two days prior her. Her husband brought flowers home. Uh, they had a great dinner. 
uh, the next day they went to the movies. Okay. And then when Friday came, when she came home, divorce papers was on the kitchen table. And it's like no signs, no anything. And when I was able to talk to the, the husband... Uh, it was like he didn't have anyone to talk to. He didn't share this with anyone. He went and got the divorce attorney on his own. And it's like, again, it's that isolation that we have with men that we don't share with anybody. He just thought that it was the right thing to do. And But one of his biggest arguments was he felt that the whole time during their marriage, she was basically married to the children. So then when, as the children were you know, graduating in high school and going away, uh, it's two strangers living in the house. Yeah, what's next? And you said a key word there that we talk about, isolation. You know, our marriage is on a continuum. There's isolation on one side and intimacy on the other. And a lot of people say, well, I didn't do anything against my marriage. I didn't have an adulterous affair. I don't deal with pornography. You know, I just, our marriage is good, but they don't put any effort into their marriage. And what happens is we, because of the sinful natures of who we are, we just automatically drift towards isolation. We don't have to do anything bad. It just drifts. We got, it's like a rowboat. If you don't put the oars in the water every once in a while, you're going to drift over and you, you wake up 20 years from now and go, the kids are gone. What happened to the intimacy we had? What happened to the fun we were planning on having? And in this day and age, there's this sense of, of fulfillment of like, well, that's not quite fulfilling me anymore, so I'm going to go ahead and leave this and go find a fulfilling marriage. And I'm saying that these kind of little things that happen in the weekend where you, where you work on it, we can remember, or other, other things that you do, you, you just basically you put the oars in the water for a while and you row, you stroke, you, you row towards the intimacy, and that includes date nights, things like that. We'll teach you all that at the weekend, remember, and have you an opportunity to grow in that area. So June 24th, 25th, and 26th in Scottsdale. Tell us how they can find out more about the conference. Where should they go to look? Uh, tell us more about it. Sure. Well, the, the best place to go look is at uh, weekendremember.com. And you can just punch in Phoenix there, and you'll see the information about where the hotel is and what hotel. And you can register there. One of the things I do want to make sure, though, is that uh, everyone understands that you don't have to pay the full price there. One of the things you can do is if you're willing to get together a group, become a group coordinator, uh, you can do that. Uh, you go to gcmobile.com. And uh, basically, you fill that information out and become a group coordinator. And if you get five couples to attend, then you go for free. So if you get five, and everyone who attends underneath your group name gets $100 off. So that's the first thing I want to make sure is you understand that you can save a lot of money for the couples that are attending. And maybe even go free. If you can get going and get five couples to attend, you get a free registration. That's a $350 value right there. Uh, but you get a weekendmember.com. You can look at the conference there. And, of course, you can get a hold of me, too, if you got any questions. I'm just going to give you uh, my connection there. My is 501 766-5762. Uh, it's 501-766-5762. And again, you know, any way I can help you, uh, any questions you have about the conference, I'd love to help you with that, and we can go from there. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims, and today's guest is Robert Coletti from Family Life. Uh, in town from Little Rock, Arkansas. We're having breakfast in South Mountain, Phoenix, Arizona. Talking men, talking fathers, talking marriage. And we are focusing on the Weekend to Remember conference coming up June 24th, 25th, and 26th. I love the group rate things. How are churches, how can churches get involved to let their congregation know and pastors as well? Well, one of the things I want to say is that I'd love for pastors to find out about going for free. Of course, pastors tend for free. Active military duty, by the way, also tend for 
free. But in terms of the pastors, what I want to hear them to hear is I'm not asking them to do this themselves. If, if they want to grab my cell phone number and have give me a call and somebody they want me to work with, we can get somebody that represents their church as a group coordinator, get a unique name for their church, send that out to their congregation, say, hey, use this. And of course, those free ones would end up in the pastor's hand for him to be able to use as a resource, saying, we got a couple here that we're they can't afford it. We want to send them to the weekend member, and now the pastor gets one. And that's one for every five couples. So you send 20 couples, there's four registrations right there, and it's cumulative. It goes on as long as you keep your group name up to date. So go, you know, over the next five years, you might send 100 couples. You could get uh, 20 or 10 group coordinator, I'm, I'm sorry, 10 free registrations that you could use in the pastor's hand. Huge value for the pastor. So again, what's important, the pastors don't need to listen to this to say, wow, one more thing for me to do. Exactly. They have men's ministries, they have women's ministry, and if you don't have a men or women's ministry, you have someone that would be willing to say, hey, I'll take on this task. How can I get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, again, myself, 501-766-5762, or you can email me at rcoletti at familylife.com, and that's uh, one R, so it's R-C-O-L-E-T-T-I at familylife.com. And I just, again, want to emphasize, do not want to add to the pastor's plate here. Uh, you know, love to work with it. I, I kind of make the joke sometimes that, Pastor, you can you can go ahead and hire me, and, but you don't have to pay me because we do want to come alongside you. My ache is for marriages and families. You know, and my ache is to do whatever we can to, to stop the stem the divorce rate, to stem the broken families, and even the, the stem the, the marriages that are out there that are sticking it out till they die because that's what you do as a Christian. You know, that's not what God intended for marriage. He intended to, to be a model of Christ in His church and marriage, and that's what that's what I ache for. So I, that's why I'm doing what I do, and I love to help anybody who can reach out to other couples. Just get them to the conference. And what's going on with statistics with marriages today and the importance of being a part of a weekend to remember June 24th, 25th, and 26th? Well, what's cool about it, and, and Vance, you were part of this, and we, we had an opportunity to connect a while back. Um, you know, we, we hear the statistic out there about 50% of divorces are, are, are out there, and it's not even different for the Christian church. But that's actually not true. Uh, as we've looked at some statistics and, and looked at uh, how it was measured and everything, we're probably sitting at more of a 35 to 40% divorce rate now for the whole world. And if you look at the overall uh, evangelical divorce rate, and what we're talking about there is those those families that pray together, attend church together, worship together, read their Bible together, uh, seek you know to make decisions uh, to avoiding wrong movies, those kind of things. All the, those thread of evangelicals who understand that you know there there is a, a walking with Christ model. Uh, we get almost we get about ten percent, maybe even a little bit less. So there is a critical. Uh, you know, was a friend of mine said it. It's pretty hard to divorce somebody when you're praying with them every day that their marriage would be a powerful marriage. You know, it, it's it's like you can't worship God and, and cuss at the same time. It's, you just can't do it. So if you really have a heart of praying for your family and praying for your spouse and you want to grow as a spouse, you know, you're not saying God change her, make her a better spouse, make her a better wife, but God change me as a husband and make me a better spouse. And you're both doing that. You're, you're not going to head towards divorce. It's not in your mind. So after the marriage conference... What can couples do? What can churches do to continue this? Well, we have a lot of resources. Uh, the, one of the more critical ones is called the Art of Marriage, and that allows them to go out and uh, they can also do their own event if they want to, because our events only come about once a year. Um, and so this Art of Marriage allows them to have an event, have a church have an event, and I'd be glad to share more about that. But uh, on our website, uh, we can our familylife.com articles, there's different resources. There's the Art of Marriage Connect, which is a small group study. And that actually was the most critical thing for Ann and I. We had a 
uh, a mountaintop experience at our weekend. Remember, it saved our marriage over the course of the three days. We we went into the Family Life Conference in Estes Park in 1996, ready for divorce. Uh, in fact, on Friday night, the, we could have said, here's what else the Colettis are doing wrong, here's what else the Colettis are doing wrong to the crowd of 500. Uh, which, by the way, is a side note there. Uh, there might be a lot of men listening to this going, ah, I'm not going to a conference. I don't want to tell everybody my, my problems. Nobody notices you're there. There'll be 900 people there, 450 couples there. Nobody's going to notice that. But we're sitting there on Friday night, and by Saturday afternoon, we realized that God had a powerful plan for us that weekend. And Saturday night, we were supposed to be on date night, but earnestly, we're up till 3 o'clock in the morning just wrestling with all the things, lots of tears, lots of two-by-four hits to the head going, you know, you did not pay attention to what I wanted you to do. And I, I akin it to basically the model of Christ. On Friday night, we were dead. There's no way of hope. Dragging in Friday night, Sunday morning, resurrection came. We knew we were going to make it. We, we knew we were going to be made, uh, make it as a, as a couple. And that was, uh, well, now we're on our 23rd year of marriage. And, and it's just, uh, you know, I see God as his hand right there. And so... It's an opportunity there through the course of the weekend just to, to you know, solidify that in your own marriage. So once again, let's plug the information. Let them know the dates and times, how they can get in touch with you personally, how they can log on to the website and what they can do. And uh, give me some final words. Uh, actually, and I kind of forgot what we were, what we were saying there. So after the weekend, I remember we actually got together with other couples and we started on to what was then called the Home Builders Group, Home Builder Study, but now it's called Art of Marriage Connect. And it's an opportunity to meet with other couples. And that's where you solidify the very finer points of uh, what, what you're doing, the, the managing money, the resolving conflict, the growing together in Christ, all those things that at the weekend, of course, we can't cover all that in three days, but you get hope at the weekend and then you go from there to, ho- to help. You get the opportunity to go from there and, and to interact with other couples and solidify that. And then we went to uh, conferences over and over and over again for the next seven years, went to 14 different conferences because we also were part of the volunteer team. That's part of my role here is to build a volunteer team in, in Phoenix. And if you're open to something about that too, I'd love to talk to you about that. But uh, when we were volunteering, we got to go to the conference. So there were 14 conferences over next year, and every single one of them were different for us. We were a different spot. So, so one more time, what's the contact information to, to register for the Weekend to Remember? Absolutely. Uh, of course, you can register by going to weekendremember.com, picking the Phoenix Conference, and just registering from there. But, again, I want to talk with you. And, and if you want to email me at rcoletti at familylife.com, and it's R-C-O-L-E-T-T-I at familylife.com, or even just call me, 501-766-5762. I can give you the information on how you can attend for free and save at least save $100. Robert, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Jeremy, I'm going to send it back over to you in the studio. Thank you, my friend. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. Hey, see you next week at the same time, same place. Thank you, and God bless.